This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on a Football Friday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. It's our second-to-last Football Friday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast of the season as we are one week and two days um, out from Super Bowl 56. Uh, we're live from Mile High Sports here studios in the Tech Center, Denver here. We appreciate you guys being with us. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, Danny Bailey in for Jake today. And um, it's always good to catch up with Danny. Uh, a little bit of different perspective on some of the stuff that maybe Jake and I have been talking about. We just we just wrapped up the radio show um, at 98.1 FM here in town. MileHighSports.com. You can go watch it at MileHighSports.com. Um, if you like the podcast, you'll, you'll love the radio show. But wanted to, there's about four or five things that that, uh, they were worth talking about here um, in podcast form. Thanks for being here, Danny Bailey. How are you, buddy? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Missed you at Hoops last night. Yeah, I missed it too. It's a a great way to kind of head into the weekend playing some ball on Thursday nights. But, you know, schedules sometimes doesn't always line up, unfortunately. Danny's been like, this is a first miss in a couple months almost, it feels like, at dad ball we play on Thursday nights. We went till 11 o'clock from 9 to 11 last night, which was cool. We had so many, I know, I couldn't believe it because sometimes guys are gassed right away. And I'm like, don't sit down, let's go, let's keep going. But we had so many dudes, everyone wanted to kind of get enough in. So, you know, Mark Jackson came around with us, and uh, it was cool. So, uh, okay, Broncos. Um... Want to go through some things that are happening around the league and then, you know, tie them into and equate them to the Broncos. What's it mean? Like the Peterson. Doug Peterson was hired by the Jaguars today. For one, I don't know how they didn't uh, make Byron Leftwich a former Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback who kind of gets Jacksonville and maybe gets that franchise. And, you know, the storyline of, like, the guy who maybe as a player couldn't, you know, turn them into a, a great winner, but we'll do it as a coach. There's so many reasons to hire Byron Leftwich, and they didn't. Um, I'm surprised. Doug Peterson is very accomplished and maybe the best left available candidate of all the candidates. It's not a bad hire, but, um, you know, we did. It was me, Cello was in today, and then Jake ran the board, and Zach Segers was in as well. And I said, okay, on three, who'd you rather? Hack it. Or Peterson, one, two, three. Let's do it. You ready? You, you, you and me on three. Ready? Yep. Um, one, two, three. Hack, hack it. it. Yep. But because he is now our own, and because we both believe, or at least I certainly believe, Aaron Rodgers is coming with him. Yeah. That's the biggest factor. That's just truly the biggest factor, right? Yeah, big piece of the puzzle. And then also we have like that the introductory press conference to lean on, which I think got yeah. a lot of Broncos fans excited about Hackett. No, for sure. He's like looking the part and he's, um, again, um, Vance was all mouthpiece. You know, he comes in with, yeah, just that I'm a winner. I told John, I get the NFL, you know, and it's, it's a guy's, yep. which is a reboot, not, not a rebuild. And you're just like, whoa, okay. It's like talking to you like that. You're like, damn. But, and that's cool. You know, it's like you, you believe that kind of stuff. It's what you want to hear. But Hackett's like so kind of ah shucks, engaging, makes you feel like he like you just want to smile when you hear him talk kind mm-hmm. of stuff. He's you know, we're falling for him a little bit. But also I'm falling for him knowing like thinking that like um, we just started dating and it's going very well. 
and I'm trying to get married, but also I know that he's rich or she's rich. So part of this whole thing is like, man, they're super rich too, and they're into me. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like Aaron Rodgers is that richness I'm talking about. Like I just, I, I, I think, I think Danny that from last year at draft night last year when the deal didn't go down, the Broncos have been working on this. The whole time. I mean, Rogers, I mean, hack it. The entire package, the whole time. And it started with Rogers. What's it going to take? What's it going to take? Who is that coach for you um, that you would come, you know, play for elsewhere? All that kind of stuff. And it just maybe so happened to be what we hope is like the guy they really like the most is Hackett, and you get Aaron Rodgers, too, along with it. That's probably not the case, bro. That's really, really probably not reality. The truth is, the truth is, you know, they might have loved on Dan Quinn or Doug Peterson or someone else, but those guys didn't have a tie to uh, Aaron Rodgers and have that relationship with Aaron Rodgers. And now the reality of being so close to Rodgers, which, again, I think is done. I think it's done. It's about appeasing the Packers, um, giving them a package that they feel comfortable with. The leverage that Rodgers has is, I will never fucking play for you again. I'll retire. Mm-hmm. Or you can trade me, get a bunch of assets back, and get something in my return, uh, you know, or for my return because I'm not going to play for you anyways. So that comes, you know, that makes Green Bay have to be realistic because they have to understand here. The Broncos are trying to they're trading for Aaron Rodgers so we can go win a world championship. We can't be trading three or four of our best players, which I don't necessarily think they would want. Um, and we can't be giving four first round draft picks. We'll give you two firsts. We'll give you two thirds. We'll take you have to take a receiver. Um, we'll give you your choice of Judy Sutton or um, Tim or Tim Patrick. And we're gonna all everyone's gonna move forward. We'll do it ceremoniously. No one looks bad. Um, it's all that kind of stuff. So um, let's do this the right way, and everyone's a winner you know everyone tries to land soft uh, you know in terms of you know uh, Packers country if that's such a thing and that's what I think has happened and it's happening right now that this thing is playing itself out um, as according to plan a plan that has taken a year to put together and again there you know <laughs> why I think this for one what could have went wrong last year at tra- the trade deadline was Rodgers could have been like, well, you got to fire Rick Fangio. I want my own coach. I want you to bring this guy here. I want some of this. And the Broncos probably like, who the fuck does this guy think he is? Yep. One year later, who that fucking guy is is a back-to-back MVP of the whole league. Mm-hmm. And you realize another season of what you just went through, how desperate you really are and how you are, um, you know, have no choice but to kind of give it up to Aaron Rodgers, whatever he may want to make this thing work. You know what I mean? That's just the truth. That's just kind of the truth. So um, he's special. He's all-time kind of special. You don't do this for Kirk Cousins. You don't do this for Garoppolo. You don't do this for anybody else. You don't do this for a first-round pick. Um, you don't. You, you do this for only a guy who is all-time kind of great, like Peyton, like Tom Brady, like Aaron Rodgers, who you know is going to come here and instantly make you a winner. And um, this is, again, if the Broncos are for sale, which Joe Ellis said – this deal's going to be done by the start of the 2022 season. We're like, mm-hmm. fuck, damn, really? That quick? If that's the case, Aaron Rodgers, you land him. The value of your franchise, I think, Danny Bailey, I swear, we might have talked about this before. If people are saying they're worth $400 million, 
with Aaron Rodgers being a winner, all that kind of stuff, I swear they're worth five hundred million. I just believe that. Yeah, it's like you're, a brand is one thing. A brand that has the best player in the world, that back to back MVP, is about to go on an incredible run of greatness uh, for at least a window of two, three, four years. That's that's even more valuable. Owning an NFL team is one thing. Owning a, the Denver Broncos is another. Owning the Denver Broncos as they're in the midst of. Um, Competing for championships, which they could be on the verge of doing here, is like that's that's the ultimate, right? Yeah, they're going up for auction, so that price is going to get driven even higher because you got, like you said, they're at the they they could be at the beginning of a window here for a couple more championships, and they already have three in the last what thirty years. Yeah, so that's better than a lot of teams. That's pr- that's really good, actually. Yeah, you know, it's like the Broncos. Um, as a fan, all the AFC Championship appearances the Broncos have made, um, all the success that they've had, the Broncos are a really great brand. Like what's uh, like what I call like, like a legacy pillar, 49ers, Steelers, Packers uh, type of uh, brands in the NFL. They're right there with you know with that group. Hundred uh, percent. DraftKings, our partner in this podcast, we love these guys. Um, Kind of the moment we've all been waiting for since September. I mean, it's like you got the home opener, you got you know you go through the thick and the thin of the um, season. If your team has some success, that's one thing. But if not, like all of the other teams here, up to except for these last two remaining, um, we're waiting for the Super Bowl. Super Bowl Fifty Six is is going to be uh, for one. Now that Mahomes out of this game, Broncos fans can we can like enjoy the game itself and just maybe bet the game um, without that. Uh, I'm betting against Mahomes or you know uh, type of um, effect that that has on us here, Broncos country. So uh, right now, DraftKings is the best I think they've ever offered. Five dollars. It's a five dollar max bet, but it's at fifty six to one off. On either team to win, and you get two hundred and eighty dollars in free bets. Five again uh, times your fifty-six to one odds basically equals two hundred and eighty dollars in free bets. You could do whatever you want with. So that's about as good as it gets. Because there's, you know, um, bet fifty, you get two hundred and three hundred in free bets. That kind of stuff. That's still fifty. You got to come up with. This is five freaking dollars. I think like the minimum deposit is. It might be five, but it's no more than ten. Ten dollars, you're in. All of a sudden, you got you know you're messing with, you're playing with three hundred bucks, and at that point, you know, dude, I saw a twenty dollar that turned into. I saw a twenty dollar bet. Check this out. It was exact score, conference championship weekend, exact scores. Um, it was 27-24 one game and twenty to seventeen in the other game. Yep. He parlayed twenty dollars. It paid out a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. I saw that. Guy said it's the greatest bet ever. The greatest bet ever. The Incredible. exact score. I mean, it was like a 20, 20 freaking dollars. So um, the same game parlays. You're already a new customer. Well, I'm already a customer. You know, what do I? Well, all the same game parlays they have that you could put together. The prop bets are going to, these prop bets are going to be, there's going to be hundreds, if not thousands of them. Um, you're going to be able to parlay some of these things together. All kinds of stuff going on inside the game. Combine multiple bets from a, you know, single game for one giant payout. That's the same game parlay. Not a lot of places do these. DraftKings Doug, uh, does. The more legs you add, the more money you win. Safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you could deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download 
the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code MHS. Get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Uh, just bet $5 to get 250 in free bets if your team wins. Promo code MHS at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of, uh, of Super Bowl 56, 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling promo code 1-800-522-4700. Um, okay. Uh, I think there's a lot of things we can talk about. Anything in particular you would like to or or talk about that you feel, um, I don't know, is relevant here on a football Friday. Uh, We're a week from the Super Bowl out, so what will be cool is next Friday we'll do a pod, you and me, and we'll uh, prop bet bet it out. We'll... um, well, same game parlay, you know, that'll be half of our pod maybe is really dedicating um, um, to making some money yeah. during the game. So we'll do prop, uh, we'll do bets, DraftKings, and, you know, Nate, they want podcast all week long next week. So we'll do a bunch of good ones. But, you know, what do you think about the shape of the coaching staff that's starting to, like, shape up and reveal itself? What, what are you thinking? I'm I'm pretty impressed with what they're doing so far. I think it's going to end up being – very different from what we just had in Broncos country, which is something that people can be happy about. Uh, the excitement, like we said, with Hackett is a stark contrast to what Vic Fangio brought here. And I think something worth noting is with the Super Bowl coming up, it's going to be the youngest matchup of head coaches in the Super Bowl ever with Sean McVay and Zach Taylor. Oh, that's cool. And this coaching staff that Hackett is starting to build is a young coaching staff. Do you know why I love that? Very what you young. Just did there. You're right. That's what the league, that's who and what the league is right now. Absolutely. And we had the oldest coaching staff of the NFL yeah. with Shermer and Donatel and Munchak last year. It didn't, you know, for one, it didn't go with all of the young, one of being, you know, coaching one of the youngest teams in the NFL. And then just what the league has kind of become. I mean, you said that's pretty good on you. Good on you. Yeah. And the one play you brought it up there. While he is an older guy, he's one of the most accomplished uh, position coaches in the league is Mike Munchak coaching that offensive line. Yeah. He's a guy I would have liked to have seen them keep, but Hackett's got to do his own thing. He's got to build his own staff. He brings in Butch Berry, who is fairly accomplished in his own right, but these guys are all young. You got Clint Kubiak, who knows the Broncos, knows the system. And they're going to build this offense around the players. We're not going to see something like we saw last year with Pat Shermer, where he was just like, I'm going to run my system. I don't care about these weapons. I'm just going to call the plays, and they're going to do what they have to do. These new guys that are coming in between Clint Kubiak and Justin Auten and Nathaniel Hackett, they're going to build something around guys like the weapons at wide receiver, whether it's Judy and Sutton or Sutton and Patrick or Patrick and Judy, whoever you lose in a potential Aaron Rodgers deal. And then you're probably, we're probably going to have both these running backs right back, right? I like probably going to have Melvin Gordon. Well, again, I think Melvin Gordon want to come back because Aaron Rodgers is going to be here. Yeah. And that's one of the best duos in the league. You got him and Javante Williams and both of them are miles ahead of a lot of other guys, especially when you look at this division, when you look at the AFC West, there are some good running backs, but having that one-two punch of Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams is huge. We saw 
everything these guys could do. Melvin Gordon still has plenty in the tank. Javante Williams, one of the best rookie running backs in a long time, and he's only going up from here. So if they continue to develop, they find themselves within this system that Hackett is going to bring here, uh, running that outside zone, doing a lot of play action stuff, not having Jerry Judy run those jet sweep fakes every time. Yeah. It's going to be a much different looking offense. He don't, they don't really ever really run it. You know, like yeah. very often. That's why, like, the deception of it didn't it make never any worked. sense. It's stupid. Yeah. It never worked. Yeah. Yeah. And um, especially bringing in a guy like Justin Auten, who had a lot of success mentoring and bringing you know, along Robert Tunyon. There was always still. To help these tight ends here in Denver. What makes this different this time around is. <sighs> Joe Ellis is going to be walking away from this thing. Okay. He's been like the quasi owner. Okay. John Elway doesn't really have anything to do with this team at all anymore. This is really George Payton's show and a head coach who really has no ties to the Broncos in any way, shape, or form whatsoever. There's going to be a new owner in months, not years. It's going to be just months. Yep. So it's kind of scary for me, I think, and for Broncos country is um, you had John for so long. You had Dan Reeves into Mike Shanahan. When Mike was fired, Pat was still in charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat was still in charge. And um, when they got their, you know, swept off their feet by Josh McDaniel's incredible presentation that um, Joe Ellis you know, had to, you know, have uh, Josh McDaniels. A lot of that was on Joe Ellis. Um, then uh, you still had Pat Bowen in charge, though, even during the uh, John Fox hiring yep. and the bringing in of Peyton Manning. That was the last time we saw Pat Bowen in public ever was at Peyton Manning's intro press conference where he was there in a suit and tie, didn't speak. He would, you know, he's usually would get up there and have something to say. Just sat there with his legs crossed, looked great, looked like Pat Bowen, but, you know, John Elway was up there on stage, and it was kind of, um, it was tell-telling, it was tell-telling that, you know, um, he was not in great tell. He looked okay, but, again, we never saw or heard from Pat Bowen again after that, okay? Um, so, you know, but then John Elway was in charge. Joe Ellis was still in charge through all of this kind of the ups and downs, the pain, all the success they had up until now, just this last year. And people weren't sure how much, you know, how uh, much in charge John was or wasn't this last year. And it might have, you know, again, helped, um, like I say, uh, uh, George Payton uh, show more like the vending machines are and like the good uh, secret bathroom that not everyone poops in and like where the binders are for the tight ends and stuff like that. Um, but George Payton really kind of in um, did the job and it, its fullest capacity without John Elway's help last year. Joe Ellis now will be walking away from this um, um, from this job that he was doing for the team and for Pat Bowen, and now there'll be no semblance of any past Broncos anything that has anything to do with the future of the Broncos, meaning, you know, Mm personnel-wise. From Joe Ellis being the last piece to John Elway being those the last kind of placeholders for Pat Bowen to, you know, what it's going to become with the general manager who has nothing to do with the previous regime, a head coach who has nothing to do with any kind of Broncos history at all, Um, a quarterback is going to be a new quarterback here, whether it be Aaron Rodgers or somebody else, and then a totally new owner, whoever that may be. Um, That's scary a little bit it feels like because it's always been we've always had so much success but always have like together 
you know, us, yeah. Broncos country, plus, you know, the bus, Dan Reeves and Elway and Shanahan. All the, like now it's, it's scary if we'll ever be able to find our way back to that greatness again. Yeah, it's human nature. It's scary. Human nature to be scared of that change. But if you can frame it in a way that you're excited about the fresh perspective, we've already seen it with George Payton making the decisions instead of John Elway as the GM. And now you got Hackett coming in who's going to do things that Broncos country is familiar with offensively because it's it's essentially the Shanahan offense that he's going to be running. But at the same time, it is a couple a couple uh, degrees removed from that. And at the same time as well, it is a fresh perspective because, like you said, new quarterback, new faces all over the uh, front office. And it's going to be generally positive, I think. I think that, yeah, it's, it's a little nerve-wracking for now because – there is still a lot up in the air with the ownership. Yeah. But as this staff is coming together and as we progress towards the point of them making that decision on who the quarterback is going to be here for the next couple years, uh, there's a lot to be a lot to really look forward to a lot to be happy about here in Broncos country, because like you said, the winning, the losing, it was all together. And now it's it was all be, connected. One was connected yeah. to the other, and almost yeah. you felt like one was responsible for the other's success. Yeah, that chain of succession has been ended, like chopped off. It's like yeah, turning you know, a page. Um, We're turning it is, a page. It is a turning of the page, and I hope this you know franchises. You know, it's scary. The Redskins won three Super Bowls, okay? Three different quarterbacks so in the 80s were, like, underrated. So, like, a brand, a great brand and a great fan base and, you know, great sports kind of market out there in the um, East Coast there. And, like, what the, look what they've become now, okay? We're six years into that, and we got to shake that. And the only way to kind of do that, and maybe that's the lasting – maybe that's the what Elway and Joellis loved about George Payton was that George Payton was going to go after – Matt Stafford was going to go after one of these guys and don't tie Kirk Cousins to my name just because I was there. I'm going to get Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. And then maybe we'll look at it like Elway and Ellis handed it off to George Payton. That extension will be there through George Payton, who, again, is not a Bronco, but he is now or something. So um, that's it. Let's call it a podcast. Good job. Thanks for um, coming in here and doing it with me. Absolutely. Good stuff. It's always fun. Um, we have a Super Bowl in a week and two days. We'll pump it up this next week. You should come in like one day during the week, do some show, radio show with us, and maybe do one more cool. podcast because we want to do podcasts all next week. You yeah, let's do get it, it one day. Okay. Uh, good stuff. Find this podcast anywhere you can find podcasts. If you found it, then you know where you can find them. If you never listen to the radio show, do it at 98.1 FM. Um, if you're not in town, you can't do that. Go to mylinesports.com and just stream it. Um, Radio on demand tab at milehighsports.com. If you go to podcasts at milehighsports.com, you're going to find this podcast. Yep. And you'll find other podcasts we do, but you won't find the radio show. The radio show is the radio on demand tab. Click that. You get podcasted versions of the show in like two hour chunks, real easy to listen to and all that kind of stuff. So Danny Bailey, you're the best. Appreciate you. Well, uh, you're at D Bailey 5280 on Twitter. Yep. Uh, ladies, uh, he is, um, check his only fans out <laughs> or premium content. Uh, um, I'm at Tweet Danny on Twitter. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.